This match is scheduled for one fall. Coming around the ring in a combined weight of 765 pounds, Justin, Luigi, Jay, and Daryl, the Gift Show Podcast. Yo, 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 it's Get Your Podcast, boys. You're with Justin. What up? It's Jay. What's up, man? It's Luigi. That's right. How's everybody doing today? How's yo, everybody yo, yo. doing? How's good, everybody good, doing? Good, man. Finally got good, some good. nice weather out here in Chicago. It's finally 80 degrees. It's getting hot in here. Oh, excuse- oh <laughs> is Nelly here? Is Nelly I'm here? I'm going to say Nelly, Nelly like Ryan McKnight over here. <laughs> okay, so first off, we're going to try to finish this episode, do it real nice and slow. Oh, but, uh, speaking of. But no, actually more like Fast and Furious. But um, because uh, we're trying to hit up the uh, the Toronto-Milwaukee game. Luigi, I'm guessing you're going with oh, your boy, bro. Danny Green. Your boy, Danny Green. <laughs> man. What's up with your boy, Drake, man? What's going on with Drake? I don't know why everyone's making a big deal about Drake, man. He's just a good cheerleader, bro. He's Yo, a good cheerleader. Apparently, like, what? Was he massaging the, uh, the, <laughs> the coach's the, the shoulders? shoulders? <laughs> the, you know what the coach should have said to him? He should have said, control control it. <laughs> I, I just think they're making a big deal out of it. They, they need to chill. Focus on the game. Maybe they should win the game. Here we go. Oh. So, he's, he is a little too know, much, though. Ooh, yeah. I mean, he did he pay is. for those Drizzy? seats. I mean, I, I mean, just he is, you know, abusing that celebrity status. Because, you know, if it was a, some average, just rich guy, uh-huh. he wouldn't be out standing on the corner talking, you know. Right, 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 right. Doing right. shoulder rubs with a coach like that. It's because it's Drake, so he gets a pass, but... I mean, I don't know. He, you're a fan, man. You're number one. He's the fan. See, I, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it because it's like somebody of like a high status, someone that's like within trend, and it shows that he's still a fan, even though you know whatever he makes a lot of money. He's a huge artist. He's a huge deal, but it shows that he's still a fan. But then, just how like a fan shouldn't push. Shout out to that little kid who pushed Russell Westbrook. But just like somebody doing that, I don't think a fan, because necessarily he is a fan, kind of should just go grab a coach and, like, sh- you know, massage him. Plus, that's, you know, Drake, I thought Rihanna's your girl. I, 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 I guess rubbing uh, other men's shoulders is, <laughs> is your thing, I man. Mean, how much you know? of a fan is he, though? I mean, does he think he knows all the players? He still think Mark- <laughs> does he just, you know, does he think, still think Marcus Camby's on the bench? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> does, he, does he know any of the bench players? Or that, he just a, I, think, I think he still thinks that Damien Stoudemire is the starting point guard for the, for the Raptors. Because <laughs> seriously, you know, is he a super fan? I mean... He's a super fan of everything. Remember he was in the, uh, the, line, the layup drill at uh, Kentucky? Oh, yeah. You remember that? And then he shot like that air ball three. I don't oh. know why he's there. You know, it must have been that rolly, you know what I'm saying? Yo, 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 let's get back into it. Sorry, there's some technical difficulties. Um, let's go back and let's go do the outside the ring segment right Wait, now. Did we clear up the, the, the bet though? I think we kind of cut off. Oh, the bet? Oh, yeah, the okay, Toronto let's talk series. about the bet. Let's talk about the bet, Luigi. Our bet, our bet. $50, here we go. Justin wants to bet me. Okay. If the Raptors make it to the finals. Right. If the Warriors sweep them, I lose $50. Right. All I got to do is win one game. And you get fifty. And I get fifty bucks. Right. That's the bet. The word. That's the bet. And right. That's, that's a big leap of faith for Justin. Right. Because that's you know. But you just, sweep them. just like just like all elite, I'm going all in. I'm going all in. Well, here's the thing. I I think because the NBA is rigged, 
They're gonna. That I think Toronto's gonna at least win one game out of you know you know refs blowing it. Okay. Because they want to extend that you know all those advertising dollars. It's you know, true. Five games. True. Six. It's true. I can see so, that. I mean, on paper, they should easily sweep them, but. Mm-hmm. I'm risking it too because Kawhi's kind of injured. Right? Oh, I mean, is he? Yeah, he's a little bit injured. Yeah, you know that. No, don't I don't play. Know that. Like, listeners you know, no, 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 I don't know that. He I don't know. This guy's saying he's risking it when he only has to win <laughs> one game, and I just explained that the NBA's rigged and they want to make it. Is he injured? What injury does he's he have? Not. Yeah, he's injured. injured. He's injured. And, and his uh, his esophagus from laughing that way. <laughs> <laughs> that injured bastard. <laughs> I'm going to the Lakers. Clippers, 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 Clippers. As long as it ends in the ER. As long as it ends in the ER. Yeah, he's for sure going out west. Huh? Speaking of which, speaking of which, um, Bleacher Report just came out and said that LeBron just contacted Kawhi and Jimmy Butler. I don't know why would that be any kind of a weird story. I mean, they're all on Nike. They could be like, hey, you going to the Nike party? You going to the Nike release party? Well, not Kawhi anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he's part of fucking New Balance. Yeah, Yeah, who fucking cares? That's that boring ass, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's typical Kawhi type. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yo, you buy the New Balance, the... Hey, the nine nine the nine nine sevens though. The nine nine sevens though. The nine nine sevens. The bodega joints. Anyway, um... Yeah, they're for they're mostly for old people. What whatever. Walking shoes. Walking shoes, man. To they're to avoid a narrow path. Shout out to Five Dog. Um, yeah, let's get uh to the outside of the ring. Um, a couple of things. Uh, one of the big news is that Kevin Owens says no to Saudi Arabia. Apparently, uh, they asked him if he wants to continue the feud with Kofi Kingston, and uh, have another title match at Saudi Arabia. Um, he said no. Which is, I guess, Vince is like, okay, cool. Um, that's why we brought in Dolph Ziggler. Shout out to Dolph Ziggler, which I mentioned <laughs> as an underrated uh, wrestler. So, um, overrated, overrated, overrated. overrated, yeah. overrated. Um, but some people are saying, some you know, reports, backstage reports are saying that it's the ties to his best friend, Sami Zayn, who is uh, um, of... Um, uh, Jewish or? No, no, he's also like, uh, um, it's not Saudi, but you know, he's like a, of 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 Middle Eastern descent. Isn't he like a bunch of? Uh, he's a he's races? like he's basically Tiger Woods. He's basically Tiger Woods. But they're saying that because of his his ethnicity and his background, he's not really allowed to go to Saudi, or he doesn't want to go to Saudi. So maybe it's his best friend just backing him up, or maybe you know Kevin Owens doesn't like Pani Puri. I don't know. Who knows what it is? Um. What was it called? Uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, R-Truth for winning the 24-7 title. Uh, and then on his Instagram, I don't know if you guys saw that he called it the European title. I don't know if you guys saw that. I'm assuming it's on purpose. Oh, for sure it's on purpose. For Sorry, sure it's on man, purpose. I think that title's stupid. That's all. The 24-7? Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see it being funny. It's just like, I, I just think it's... It's a gag. It's a gag. It's a gag. What's it called? Renee Young apparently is done with social media because a lot of people are commenting on her... Uh, I guess they're saying that her uh, commentating is not really good. They're saying that her commentating is kind of whack. Really? Yeah, kind of lame. I personally think her commentating is really good. I mean, I think she's a fresh, she's she's a fresh, um, you know, a new addition to the uh, commentating group. I mean, I think she meshes well with Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Yeah, she plays off Corey Graves really well. She like does. That. She does. And like, it, I mean, and she's not bad to look at. I don't know what do y'all what do y'all think? Of, you know. I don't know. I'm always liking her stuff on I mean, Instagram. Um, 
<laughs> oh, oh, whoa! Settle down, young, yo. Dirty deeds. John, that John, little John dirty deeds. Don't, don't, don't hurt me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it called? The other thing too is that um, apparently, uh, Impact Wrestling is looking for a new TV deal. They're unhappy with the uh, the channel that they're on, so they're looking for a new TV deal. Uh, basically, there was a championship match. That happened on one of their shows against Rich Swan and Michael Elgin. Shout out to Michael Elgin. Um, basically, Pursuit Channels, who they're with, and when they had their championship match, they kept going to uh, commercials, and the commercials kept getting long to the point where they can't even show the match. So I can see why they're upset. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, Rich Swan, uh, Michael Elgin, that would kind of be um, a much watch see on any you know promotion, basically, especially the indie promotion. Um, I don't know why they did that. That's kind of stupid by them. But then again, it doesn't surprise me because it's Impact. Um, our latest on Twitter. I don't know, Luigi. You saw your girl Cardi B. She posted up a video of one of her. Uh, she's like doing one of her newest songs on there. And like some people shouted out. Some wrestlers shouted out that like the room that she was doing it looked like the SmackDown Live GM room. Really? Yeah. And so... Um, like she was like just dancing to one of her songs and, um, basically lifestyles tweeted her and said, why is she repping in the GM office of WWE SmackDown vs. Raw? And she replied and she said, I lie, I cheat, I steal. So she used the, uh, Eddie Guerrero, uh, okay. saying, so shout out to her, shout out to Cardi B. Um, you know, anybody got anything else they want to add to outside the ring? Yeah, I, I watched the full, I know I don't want to spoil, even finished the whole Ali documentary, but I, I finished it, and I thought it was really good, man. It's obviously got to rep our Bolingbrook proud, uh, that's right, Bolingbrook that's right. native, so of course, uh, definitely was on my list to watch it, and yeah, man, I was impressed, man, with, uh, especially, they filmed it while he was doing Ramadan, you know, oh, so he, yeah. he's got a fast, so he's imagine, fasting, yeah. imagine having not, eat, can't, can't even drink water when right. you're going through Ramadan. Until it's sundown, right? Yeah, sundown. And, he, and he's performing... Yeah, at a high level, you know, on the highest stage. Mm. And, you know, leading up to Money in the Bank. So, I mean, big props to him for that, you know, strong sure. mentality and, you know, keeping with his faith while, you know, being professional as well. And I also like, so he wears, so I don't want to spoil it because you didn't watch the rest of it, but he wears the uh, the vest because it relates to his days as a cop. Yes, yep. Shout out to him. He said he was a cop out in Homewood. Uh, in Shout south, out to Homewood. South, south suburbs. And, uh... Yeah, you just talked about his life on the indie scene, and we kind of confirmed, you know, last week about you know why he switched from that terrorist gimmick. Yeah, because he saw fear, right? Literally so fear kids. in his in his kid's eyes. He put up his fist when he right. when he looked at him. So, and now, I mean, he's one of the biggest stars in the WWE. Yeah, I mean, man. I mean, even though he got you know snubbed in the Money in the Bank match, but. You know, you know, for him to kind of like tease like a spot that he was going to get the briefcase, it is a little something. You know what I mean? They could have done with anybody else, but they chose him for that spot. You know, so that kind of that kind of means a little something. I feel. I feel like there's a little bit of an investment there. Yeah, and they brought you know? up the. Yeah, it, you, it highlights kind of the the brotherhood of wrestling too. With uh, he he brings up Kofi taking his spot at mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber, and after that whole event. He says Kofi reached out to him, saying, "You know, did I do you proud?" Right. And for someone like Ali, for someone who's been yeah. in the business for Kofi, who's been in the business for you know over a decade, right, right. and Ali, who's fairly new to WWE, mm-hmm. you know, to hear that from Kofi, right, I'm sure, right. he, I'm sure he, that 
you know, lifted his spirits and right. You know, and it just shows what kind of person Kofi is too. Yes. Like Kofi could have easily not said anything, yeah, and, and, like, and ever would have been okay with it. You know, should have told but, Randy Orton injure you harder. So just, <laughs> but yeah, it just shows the brotherhood of you know. Yeah, because you're you're giving your bodies on the line. Right, right, know? right, right. And, and and like and they're all in the know of this situation. Yeah. So shout out to Kofi, shout out to Ali. But you did say something, Jay, about the uh, the documentary that because of the documentary, you're going to change something about your life too. Something about where he got his haircut. Oh, also, <laughs> yeah. So they he goes through the art of fades. First of all, in the documentary that listed, he's at Chicago, Illinois, art of fades. But if you Google that up, it's really in Villa Park, which is like. <laughs> 25 mid 30 minutes away from the shout out to Villa Park shout out to Villa Park <laughs> but you know I mean I can understand no one really knows a lot of cities outside of Chicago so right, just put right. Chicago even if it's like 100 miles away from the even though it's city. like Naperville it's like, it's like, oh I'm from Chicago <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. where are you from where? A, a suburb of Chicago <laughs> right where Chicago land we're from Chicago oh, land right <laughs> where are you from Palos oh Chicago yeah yeah, yeah. No, Palos Hills but, but shout out to that, yeah. Shout out to them, shout out to them. So you think you're going to get your fades there? You're going to get your fades I, there? I know, you know. You're going to get your hard part? You're going to get your hard part? Phil Park's killed kind of far, but... Hey. It's worth it if you want to get that line, you, you know, know. That's that, true, that, that's, that true. that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's um, true. What's it called? The other thing I also want to add into, I think we're all aware of the big event this weekend, Double or Nothing. Uh, Luigi said that he's been waiting every day. <laughs> Curious every day, it's like Brandy over here. Just man, just sit up in his room every day, just waiting. Um, we're all excited for Double or Nothing. I feel that it's gonna be, it's probably gonna be the second biggest show of the year. I mean, in a way, a lot of people are anticipating this since All In, since the announcement, and and the fact that they are doing like a lot of big things, you know, being signed to Turner and everything like that. Um, there's just only one thing that's all in question is the whole uh, Pac situation. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but you know Pac basically quit AEW. Uh, he was scheduled to have a match with our boy Adam Page and him for the you know AEW title. So I don't know if that match is still going to happen or what. Or do you think it's a work, brother? Well, there's an article that came out too that said that he um, he takes his world heavyweight title. Very seriously right now. Right. What belt does he have? He has the... Uh, is it a dragon? Is it Dragon Gate? Yeah, the Dragon Gate okay, okay. world title. So he... Yeah, the article is saying how he takes that really seriously. So for him to like just jump to AEW, I don't know. That, that's really all I read about it, that he takes that title very seriously. So I mean... But hmm. I don't understand like why wouldn't he want to stay because like that means he has an opportunity to maybe winning yeah. the AEW right. title, right. which is more... well. And you know they they're probably gonna make it seem like it's like one of the best titles in this business, right? So he'll have two titles that actually right. mean something, right? Sorry, I gotta go back to my overrated wrestler, Mister um, Alberto Del Rio, okay. who thought TNA Heavyweight Title and Global Force Wrestling Title meant, meant something, <laughs> and he was posting as Instagram saying like, "Oh, my hard work has paid off." It did mean something. It meant trash. Yeah, exactly. When Global Force Wrestling just started at like. And two right, months ago. Right, right, right. <laughs> Anyways, I'm getting off topic. I just don't like Alberto Del Rio. Anyways, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of a sad um, you know, article about like how like he might not be AEW because like I think everyone was waiting for him to be in AEW. Yeah, because that ma- that little match that they had, that little teaser match that they had, it was that like, was pretty was dope. Pop. That was dope. The pop of it was like really good. So that I'm was like, dope. Plus, and- I, plus, I kind of want to see how how he is outside of WWE now. Yeah. I don't know if his style has changed or anything, or if he's still. 
Oh, you know, people that leave WWE and they go to the indie scenes, you know their styles is just going to evolve, you know? Right. I mean, hey, no pun intended. No, no pun, pun intended. intended. Which, which leads us to our next segment. We just watched the Viceland, <laughs> res- the Viceland wrestler documentary where it basically highlights Evolve and Gabe Kaspolsky. I probably messed that name up. I'm sorry. Sweaties. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Um, this is probably... It's some this- old faces too. Like yeah, Matt Riddle. Right. And Matt Riddle. Yeah, yeah. Keith Lee. So this probably had to have been done like a year ago, yeah. a year and a half ago. Hey, y'all. It highlights them. It highlights the indie promotion for people that are not really known. No, right, yeah. I really not noted that. Um, no, but like I've been now that I've been watching it, it's kind of interesting now that like Viceman's really good. You guys really have to check it out. I think every everybody right, like right, is right, starting right. to like it or whatever outside of WWE. Like, yeah, um, and if you download if you download the app, you have you know just a free public free public advertising <laughs> for this, but you do get free. Uh, you know, you don't have to pay. And it was they did leak some episodes on YouTube, but I think they were taken down. But yeah, um, but I don't know, Justin. What else you got to say about Viceland? Like, did you enjoy it? Or I what? enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I mean, like for people that don't know anything about the indie scene and everything like that, I think it's a good introduction. Um, what was that guy? Darby Allen. Darby guy. Allen. He's, that's like crazy ass injury. Um, I don't know if Ethan Page like he just kind of seems as a dick on that <laughs> yeah. on the on that show. I guess he. I mean, it shows that in that one scene where he's like upset with his position at Evolve, he's kind of like that. He's kind of at that top tier, but he is also helping enhance. He's also enhancing younger talent. Yeah. So he's talking about that because yeah, like, like that roadblock of yeah, you're, you're you're putting over the you know the young yeah. talent, but the, yeah. you're not becoming a star. Yeah, and and my thought, my whole problem with the whole injury is that it's a shovel. Like no matter how you hit it, it's gonna look like it hurts. Yeah, and the Darby Allen guy looks like he could really sell really well, so I'm pretty sure he could have sold the hit. So like, my guess is like, how much force did he put <laughs> in an actual hit? It's a shovel. It's already gonna do. It's already gonna make it look like it hurt. And the funny thing is that he told he told the the promoter he, he was asking what happened. And yeah, he, and he made it seem like Darby Allen like injured himself. Right. When really he hit him with a shovel. Right. And, and that's how Darby fractured like, like, his elbow. As if like Ethan Page like was blaming it on the shovel. Like the <laughs> shovel hit him. Like he's fucked up. <laughs> and then and then not just to make it worse. Oh, let's put these thumbtacks inside oh, a dude, body bag. Dude, when you watch that, I feel like I'm we're spoiling a lot. Of- <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 that's good. I'm pretty sure they, if if Sweaty's watched backyard wrestling, they this is like nothing new to them. You know. Yeah. So he get comes out in the body bag. That's part of his gimmick. But right. Page puts him in a bo- puts him back in the body bag. Yeah. Throws thumbtacks inside, in the body bag inside. inside. Yeah. He closes it up, then puts him in a power bomb. Right. He takes him back out of the body bag. You can still see it. Like, does that same power he, bomb? He, yeah. On the chair. Onto a chair for Menards. And he has like these thumbtacks yeah. hanging off his 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 back. Yeah. Man, it's, it's I, like, yeah. I mean, the indie scene is great, but um, if it's not controlled in a certain way, it can yeah. definitely a lot of people can get like. Short ended careers. Yeah, that's a, you, know? you know that's a lot of excitement for fifty. Yeah, bucks, and then know, like not 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 to not to also like make it sound worse, but you know he remember he that scene where he's like basically spitting out blood, mm. so he wanted to make sure he didn't have internal bleeding. So like they were asking him, okay, you have to take an ambulance, and he was refusing because he doesn't want to get paid. Meaning indie indie wrestlers probably don't get paid because they don't have insurance that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't have that much insurance to tucker it. So you just ask for somebody to drive them to the ER. Yeah. 
That's a Saturday yeah. night. I don't folks. know. If, I don't know if that's, that's crazy. That's a Saturday yeah, night for them. Yeah, I don't know if this fifty dollars paycheck can cover this ambulance fee. Right. <laughs> right. But I mean, with all that said, I mean, it, it's it's nice to show like how the wrestlers start from the ground up and you know basically no pun intended evolve. Yeah. You know so. That's why people get mad at guys like Brock Lesnar who just jump a jump. Oh, right, right. Just jump that. Uh, who just jumped a gun and then just get, you know. Yeah, and get that. Climb the that, ladder. Get that spot. Just push, you know. Should we talk about that now, man? Like, we're, we well, well, that's that? what. That's yeah. the segue. That's go. the segue. Yeah. So going into let's since Money in the Bank was, was already a few days ago, we can touch on it a little bit. And obviously, as you alluded to, Brock Lesnar. Well, let's start with this. Like, overall, I thought Money in the Bank was a really good pay-per-view. You liked I, I, it, man. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Like, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Wow. That was really good. Of course. You know, my guy. Um, but, man, Brock. God, I, I had a feeling he was going to show up Money in the Bank. Yeah, especially. But I didn't think he was going to okay. show up like that. I thought he was going to interrupt the AJ and Seth match. Right. Well, with, with that was Sammy my prediction. Well, with, with seven competitors of Money in the Bank. Right. It made sense, so. And, ma- and especially with Brock retiring from his Mex martial arts, so. He can return. Well, he's full time for him is like every what? every other pay per view. Is a, a PRN basically <laughs> a PRN person? Just oh, just come as you want, you know. But you know what? Shout out to Garn because he said like you know it was kind of bogus. So like you got uh, Sami Zayn losing his opportunity. I said that like Ali losing his opportunity yeah, again, again. Like I'm sorry, his build up is done. Like it's I don't even know how he's gonna get back up on this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys think? Twenty four seven, twenty four seven belt. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's sad no. that you have Jinder Mahal, a former WWE champion, chasing the twenty four seven title, aka European title. According okay, to, first off, first off, I, the one thing I do want to say about the twenty four seven, just to kind of go on, which what you guys say, it doesn't it look to me? It looks like a clock. It does look like a it clock. does look like it a clock, like right? A clock. The way that the uh, the slash on the twenty four is positioned to look like the second hand, yeah, and how like the when it's spelled champion is just like how the numbers align on a clock. Twenty four seven. Karen in the air. Jinder Mahal's gonna get this title. It, um, it looks like a like a second rate boxing belt. Yes, like because yeah. it's green. And like right. not even for like you know WBC or one of those like for like. A mid-tier boxing yeah. promotion. That's <laughs> right. how bad it looks. And you know what's funny about it is that okay, so every it's twenty four seven, right? You don't got time to put your nameplate on there. <laughs> you, guys, you guys notice on the side like there's no nameplate. There's no nameplate. Yeah, it's yeah. just a gold plate. It's just and a like strap, you got no man. time to like uh-huh. change. I don't know. that title is so. It's ugly. good, but like that that role for that type of belt has been done before with the hardcore title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I remember yeah, with like yeah, even yeah, when the yeah. Godfather's hoes were even yeah. competing for the belt and hard and, and she won. The, the whole yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a minute I thought Carmella was gonna win it. Why? Like, he called Carmella Ho? No. Man. Because like she was trying to help oh, out quote quote oh, my bad, help my bad, out my bad. you know our truth. For happen. some reason I felt like she was gonna like sneak in there and like let me get a rep out of here and get this twenty four seven, you know? So I mean even they're I mean, doing the cross gender wrestling. She could put now, me so in a pit. She could put me in a pit. Oh, oh. Um, well, ask I, got about that, that. I got that big cast for her, you know what I'm saying? Twenty four seven is just I don't know. It's dope. It, it's a comedic value it and, yes. and uh and it, and yeah, it puts those lower tier People not, people not doing anything. Wrestlers. People that not doing anything. Not on television. Not on TV. When's right. the last time you saw Bo Dallas and uh Yeah. Not until twenty four seven came exactly. out. So you exactly. gotta They were on SmackDown two weeks. When was the last time you saw uh, Luke Luke Gallows and uh, Carl Anderson? <laughs> That's sad how they're chasing it. I'm oh. sorry. That's sad how they're chasing it. Yeah. I mean they're just waiting out their time till their their contracts are done. 
You know they're going to AEW. What a way to go, like, to freaking chase this title. Like, I mean... I'm sorry, just... Anyways, back to the money in the bank. Oh, yeah, so back to... Yeah, yeah, not to I mean, we sidetracked. Sorry, money Brock Lesnar, though. So, there's that little tease. Is he going to go with Seth or is he going to go with Kofi? Mm. I mean, it, it's kind of up in the air. I know we, we talk about Raw being that brand, you know, Luigi... But with SmackDown going to FS1, this could be a good draw for FS1 ratings to put Brock on SmackDown. And I just, so I, I honestly think it's 50 Throwback Brock. Throwback Brock. Yeah. I mean, that's where he started from with SmackDown. I I, uh, I don't know what the whole booking is going to be like. I mean, I guess like it's all going to play into, um, like you said, FS1. But the thing is, if... If he cashes in on Kofi, do you feel like that's it for Kofi? He doesn't touch the uh, WWE Championship ever again. Like, his run is over. Yeah, probably. See, I mean, Jay, you said in the past that you didn't think Kofi was going to even last as long with the WWE title. I yeah, think I, now it, I feel he's going to last a like, while now with how, with how much pop he's getting for, for being a champion. See, that's the thing. So, like, the fans are, are really behind Kofi. So, the fans are really connecting. I mean, I think this is the happiest that the fan. I mean, we're fans. So, like, this is the happiest that we've been in the champions. I mean, you have, you have two three. We well, just that, but you have three popular champions. You have Seth, obviously popular. Kofi, who's popular. And Becky, who's obviously probably of them two is the most over. Of them too. You gotta shout out Bailey too because and she actually got a pretty good pop. Yeah, ba- Bailey for sure. But I mean, yeah. like those three but people three have been popular about. since the since last year and the years before, you know. But Bailey, obviously, she's gonna gain that popularity back, you know. So, but like, yeah, you have three champions that are popular. So to give the belt, I mean, to give the title to to cash it in with Brock. I just feel you're going to get those fans upset again. It's like, oh, here we go. Vince yeah. is just going to give it back to Brock and blah, blah, blah. Because he's the cash cow. Just how, like, the Lakers got the fourth pick because the playoffs are low because LeBron's not in there. The ratings are down, bro. LeBron's not, uh, <laughs> LeBron's not playing, man. It is, it's messed up that they're talking Honestly, too much about I'm, the Okay, I'm we're wa- getting sidetracked. We're getting sidetracked. But, like, <laughs> I'm watching it the same amount, LeBron or not. Right, exactly. Same, same. Exactly. Um, same. I'm hoping Brock... I hope they do the Brock. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but give him the AJ Styles treatment where he's just he's in these titles matches, but loses them. Mm-hmm. But just you can keep those you know face champions as a title right, holders. Right. But I don't think that's going to happen. I um, hope that he he goes down as one of the guys that cashes in and doesn't win. Oh, okay. I mean, John, right, it happened right. to John, John Cena. Cena, Baron Corbin. Yeah, you know, Damian Sandow. <laughs> oh my God, is Damian Sandow and? Is on that same list as John Cena and Brock Lesnar? As of what? <laughs> <laughs> this is the only I, list I that da- this is the only list that Damian Sandow would be. I know we don't like the, Brock Lesnar's a champion. You know, let's see, let's see. John Cena, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, they all didn't cash. Then Damian Sandow. Come on, it's Damian yeah. Sandow. Look, man, Brock, <laughs> he, I think everybody doesn't want him to win. Yeah, for sure. Nobody wants for him to sure. win. For sure. That's enough for with sure. Brock. Um, we, we had oh we have a season yeah, yeah I was gonna say about the Bailey win, um, congrats to her shout out to Bailey hey what if since they lost the tag team titles mm-hmm. and Sasha was never mm-hmm. yeah y'all know mm-hmm. where I'm going with this what if mm-hmm. Sasha never left uh-huh. you think that was her opportunity that's the because that was my prediction before that what if she was showing up in money I feel that that was a rumor I, that, that was, that was rumor, a rumor right? I, that was a rumor um, I don't know. Because because after the match, 
Bailey like uh, FaceTime Sasha right away. Yeah, I mean that's they're, they're best friends. Yeah, they're best friends. They, they did that before. Is this is like yeah. behind the scenes or was like WWE like taping this? No, 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 no it like, it's, on it's on Bailey's. It's on Bailey's Instagram. Shout out to Bailey's Sasha Instagram. like reposted it too, but I don't know. I was just curious about that. Do you think that was Sasha's opportunity too? If like Sasha didn't go on vacation, a paid vacation, you know? I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say because um, where would Bailey be? I'm gonna say it would be like this. It, I'm gonna say that it was probably gonna still happen the same way. Bailey winning, um, and instead of Mandy that she pushed, she was gonna push Sasha. Just because it would have been a flip, because it was always it was always in these matches that Sasha turned on Bailey. So you would still keep Nikki in there. Yeah, Nikki was technically well because Nikki Nikki would get in there regardless because, oh, because of the Alexa, in, Alexa Blue, yeah, yeah. I think okay. it was just her time, you know, just yeah. like just like baseball, man. It's it's like it's yeah, like, it's like for those the four horsewomen now including and then include you know some up and comers. It's like a, it's yeah. like the pitching rotation, like. Who's gonna start this week? Who's gonna hold the belt this week? And that's, they're just going. And they're just going through the rotation. With the MLB reference the, right here. Yeah, so just like kind of revolving door of belt oh, holders, and you know, in Charlotte, unfortunately, man, we, oh, we kind of kind of played out how we thought Charlotte mm-hmm. was gonna. Well, I mean, I, we didn't predict Bailey was gonna come in and cash it, but yeah. we predicted Charlotte's gonna win so they can pad them stats. You're right, and basically like pr- proved our point because she won just to uh-huh. get those stats and then lost it right away right. Just so yeah, she can get their tenth. Exactly. Coming up, some some hopefully not. See, I, I kind of thought because remember we heard that little like Michael Cole threw out that little thing in the beginning how there no champion man or woman has ever defended two belts in one night and win also at one night yeah. like defended and win. So he put that out there. So we automatically thought shout out to Judge, shout out to Danny that we thought that Becky was going to win because of that stat, you know, and they would also put her over as the man type of thing. Like yeah. she's the only. Woman a, or man to defend two belts and have two wins, go two zero. You know, not if not if you're against Charlotte. You know, the, not against if you're the not company's uh, golden ticket. Yeah, right there, golden yo, yo, watch out, man. That's some Drowdy's girl. Right, that's some Drowdy's girl. Right, uh, you <laughs> better watch out, you. Um, yeah, is, is Andrade Asian over there? Is he Asian? <laughs> Mr. Fuji and the... El Fuji, El Fuji. Um, well, one last thing about the WWE Women's Title. Um, you got we have to shout out. Um, well, I. I don't know if you guys agree, but shout out Lacey Evans. Yes. I honestly yes. thought the match with Becky Lynch, even though she lost, she brought it. Yep. She was actually pretty good. Like, I was pretty much was like, wow, Lacey There's some spots in there that are kind of like, spots, yeah. you know. Like um, the uh, the springboard, uh, neck breaker, whatever she was trying to do. Yeah, I think like she overdoes the athletic thing too yes. much. But yeah. I do definitely like. Did you like the. It's uh, just a nice, a nice addition to the, the top tier of women's wrestlers. You did you about, like the. You're talking about her moonsault? Like. Too athletic. For like her. I think her no, they just said she tries too much. Yeah, yeah, she tries too much. Yeah, a little too ambitious with this. Little, right, right, but right. for her first pay per view, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I was like, wow, I was pretty impressed. Solid with B, solid B. Sol- oh, wow, okay. Solid, solid B. B. I'll get, okay. But I will give an A to her Yosemite Sam performance when she came out. <laughs> uh, yeah. How she took off her uh, her her apron, th- her like her first gun? ring attire, and she put out the money gun, looking like Yosemite Sam. So I'll give it out to her for that one. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, also, oh, we, we can't talk about, we gotta, we can't ignore the AJ Styles Seth Rollins match. No. Because that was obviously the match of the night. I mean, match of the that night. was the match of the night, man. Match Come of on. the night? 
I think over it, Brock Lesnar winning and well, I mean, if you take away the Brock Lesnar match and you just kept that, well, he wasn't even had a match. He just, just he just showed up. He showed up, got out of a car, walked down some steps, climbed up a ladder to get a briefcase, and picked up his check on yeah. the way out to this limo. Yeah, exactly. Push Ali, be like, <laughs> I'm back. Right, Man. right. But that stuff, you know, that delivered. That delivered. I mean, the, one of the best takeaways. I mean, I think we all popped with the counter. With AJ Styles counter oh, like the, the stop oh into the AJ yeah, Styles class. Yeah. I'm sure that's a hard trade. I mean, dude. I mean, that that was pro- we were talking that, about that was the Falcon the arrow, the Falcon the, arrow, oh, right? The top rope, the reverse, yeah, the, the reverse suplex. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. And then how many headshots did he take? How many super kicks did he take? Jeez, man. I don't even think. The, do you qualify those as super kicks? Because they're not really the ones with the stomach. Well, because like he, because he low does super kick? Yeah, the low yeah. super. I call them. Yeah, I don't know if those are just, just kicks. Just kicks. Just yeah, kicks. Just yeah, Van Dam kicks. You know, <laughs> John Claude Van Dam type kicks. No, but man, that match was crazy. That match was good. I was trying to compare it to AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, and then that. One okay, let me ask you a question so. real quick, guys. Who carried that match? That's kind of hard to answer. Because I. That's why it was good. Because both of them. That's delivered. why. You think so? Yeah. Why? Who do you who think do you, carried? I I thought to me. I thought it was another day for AJ Styles. You can say the as same. much as I love AJ, it's another as day of AJ, AJ Styles, and I'm gonna I'm tell you why. Because every match that AJ Styles has had since coming to WWE has been phenomenal. phenomenal. Okay, maybe the Shinsuke Nakamura one was a little less, but because we've seen what they've done at New Japan, yeah. So that's why we 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 uh, say that it was a little lackluster. But for somebody who's never watched the New Japan one. That was pretty good, except for the couple times they kicking the dick thing. But like the Seth Seth Rollins, how many matches has he had where it's supposed to be good and it was kind of uh, it kind of fell short. The Nakamura well, one, I think, not that good. The I Dean Ambrose one, not that good. The only reason why um, we're saying that about Seth because he's had so many mid card matches though. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, cause what he's been U.S. champ, he's been IC champ. How many times is he's AJ- a Grand Slam? He's Grand Slam champion, yeah. and then all the mat- the good matches that AJ's had, it's always been for the world title. I don't know if that makes any the, difference. The Balor, the Balor, okay, the Balor, the Balor but the that's against Balor though. Oh. Okay, but that's no, against oh, okay, Balor. Okay, okay, well, we're, okay we're, we're teasing. See, that's why it's so We're teasing hard. our sweaty session, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with you too, though, because it's AJ Styles. Yeah, he can't have a bad match. He can't have a bad match. You just can't just say that both. Did a good job. Well, I I just I I kind of like was on low expectations of Seth Rollins. Okay. I'm glad that he stepped up. I'm glad that he showed he was intense in this match because a couple times he kind of he kind of defers a okay. little bit. You know, he got he's got a little bit he got a little bit of Kyrie Irving. He defers sometimes too much. So let me ask you something, you know? Justin. If you had to watch this match the first time or whatever, which one? This one. This Seth one. Rollins, this AJ Seth and AJ. Okay. Were you expecting? To be a 10 out of 10 match? Or were you expecting like, eh, maybe it'll deliver? A 10 out of 10 or a Meltzer 7, 7 stars? Oh, I'm asking you for a 10 out of 10. Okay, 10 out of 10? Yeah, I was expecting a 10 out of 10. So what did you give it now? What I give it now? Yeah. 9 out of 9, is that okay? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> <laughs> not, is that 9 out of 9? Okay? Is that okay? <laughs> I felt the way, because what I felt, there was too many super kicks at the end. Okay. Right? I actually would have liked it better. If, cause I actually would have liked it better if Seth made him tap. Oh, I, I think to me Seth doesn't have a submission move, and I think that's something he should 
put into his moveset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt that that would have been something new because then, you know, AJ Styles knows Seth Rollins and that, that would have been something new that he could have introduced to beat the phenomenal one. Okay. Because then it could have been took it out of uh, AJ Styles' gameplay. It's like, oh shit, he got submission move. You know, I don't know. Indian Deathlock. I don't know. You know, whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Co- Cobra Clutch. I don't know. You know. Scorpion you know? Deathlock? It's Scorpion Deathlock. <laughs> the you know? single leg cramp. The, the single leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You know, you know, the, the Tajiri spider, you know, on the, on the ropes. I don't know. Wh- whatever. <laughs> so I I think Seth Rollins, it's time for him to introduce a, a, um, a, a submission move. A I submission. would disagree if it's because it's their first match against each other. For the first match they had together, like one on one, no okay. interruptions. If there was a little rivalry involved and they had a few yeah. matches, and like I guess, okay. oh, oh, he got away with a submission win. Okay, I would go okay, with a submission, okay. but all right, okay. Ended with a because and also the curb stomp is, is a great. I give it, I give it an eight, but yeah, t- out of ten. Eight and a half. Eight well, and a half. Okay. So is Dave Meltzer, we're talking to. That's even worse than what I got. I <laughs> give a nine out of nine. Is this and a, you're giving me, you're giving me problems, and you say eight and a half. Eight point seven. <laughs> yeah, is this our special guest, Dave Meltzer? <laughs> Dude, I want to know what he thinks. Like, what he thought about the match. I'll tell you what he thinks. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what he thinks. Uh, overall, Money in the Bank was, I think we can all agree. Well, was, hold up okay. real quick. Shout out to Bailey, the only woman to be Grand Slam winner. Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations to Bailey. Yeah. Nobody else can say that. She's the first Grand Slam winner. Oh, and shout out to the kickoff show. Shout out to Usos? Yeah. Man, how, that match. How was that not a non title? I don't know what they were. Fu- they were the match was like that, and that was a non-title. I don't know, what, and it wasn't a kickoff show. Well, I mean, you know, they, they yeah. got to kick it off somehow. You know, it's money in the bank. Way to start, though. True, that, true, that true, match true. was good. You know, true, 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 true. But they had to stop doing the having a money in the bank match in the beginning, knowing that it's going to be a cash in. Okay. Yeah. They have to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. It's a dead giveaway. It's right? a dead giveaway. Right? It's a dead giveaway. Oh, because it's like the second year now. Yeah, yeah, doing it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, they've done it a couple other times, but okay. it's a dead giveaway. Um, carrying it over to Raw, not a lot really happened, but I want to touch on a few things. I mean, I'll be talking about the 24 7 title already, you know, and what that brings. Pop for Bo Dallas. But Cesaro <laughs> showed a new, uh, he's showed his little his singles now. And he has a new entrance music, man. You hear you, you hear or you see him on that uh on this match? I forgot who he faced. What what, uh, what song do we think? It sounded like it you sounds it like. sounded like you're playing Final Fantasy. It, it's <laughs> but, honestly, I, I like Cesaro and we're gonna we're gonna tease Cesaro in our sweaty session uh later yes, on. We are. So we might be in agree- we might need to be in agreement with Probably, him. yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy he's a single. I've I've always said he, he should be a single superstar. Um uh, I hope that Sheamus feels better. I know he's injured right now. But yeah, his, his new... What is it? His new theme? Uh, is Justin's looking it up right now. Yeah, right here. here it is. There it oh, is. Oh, wait, that's not it. It's... Uh, oh, it is. Final Fantasy, y'all. Final Fantasy. Man. This is like a ripoff of the Terminator <laughs> right here. It's like a a faster version or a slower version of uh, Kyrie Sane, but like <laughs> but really it sounds like Final Fantasy. But. Does, it, does it not sound like the opening of like Pirates of the Caribbean? 
But shout out to Cesaro. Um, I don't know if it's Sheamus hurt or something, or they just kind of move on. I, I, I know that he was like hurt. That's why uh, they're that's yeah. Why they split and he has a little new, uh, the new, in terms of his uh, his 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 mic skills, he has a little gimmick where he does like the one question. Yeah. Like kind of like the Greg Popovich type. Where I think Charlie will ask one question. He's like, oh, you only have one question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, he, and, he, and he walks off. And I know, because Cesaro's not good on the mic, that they Vince is probably like, yo, here, take this gimmick where you just talk, don't talk too much. I think that's good. I think that's something that, like, it, it's only an enhancer. Because they know that the, his weakness is he can't really cut a good promo. So instead of having him cut a long promo, which WWE does for a lot of people, they're like, okay, let's play to his strength. He can only cut, you know, say a few things, so let's just play into that. Yeah, it's like right. one question per day. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's better. Exactly. And it's different. He doesn't, have, it's different. He doesn't have to think about the whole mic. I'm sure that's probably in his head because people know that he can't talk. Exactly. I remember that one time when he was like doing, he had, he tried to, he tried to have like the, all you do is talk and go on and on. He, right. and he kept saying yeah. it as right. if the, 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 the fans are going to like repeat it, but. And they're just no. like, what is Cesaro doing? <laughs> <laughs> just do your, you know, you do your spin, that little spin. Yeah, thing. right, right, right. The merry-go-round. Um, so, shout out to Cesaro. I, I'm liking that, though. Lars Sullivan came out, you know, oh, wrestling Mexicans again. Oh, my and God. Beating Favorite them. wrestler, bro. You know that. Let me tell you something. Is it hard now, because of what has come out of him and, like, being, like, all the statements that he's made, is it kind of hard to look at him and, like, care I thought he'd be they'd be booing him more, but it seems like it's kind of the same. Mm. I can kind of see what you're saying because I I feel like no one's starting to care now. Like, I, well, this is well actually, yeah. actually me. I'm starting yeah. not to care anymore. Okay, okay, like, okay. Especially with those comments, man. Yeah, man, like yeah, man. Yeah, you're, you're taking away the character of Lars Sullivan. They, wait, they were in Connecticut, right? They were in. Connecticut. They were in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, they're I probably, Greenwich. He's probably getting good good pop then that. Right, exactly. <laughs> Especially if they're in like the Stanford area. Yeah. I'm just not curious where this is going anymore. With Lars, Lars yeah. just him I'm attacking. Buying, he should have gone anymore. to the suspension, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still there. Just find Hunter Thuran. Right, right. Um, but I don't know. The the um, it doesn't really do much for Lars Sullivan. In, in a way that's really um, take away from what's going on for more. I think outside of the ring, he's more of a big deal. Than what's going on, and I mean, in a big deal negatively. But like, when he shows up, I, I don't think and nobody really cares, and people who do care, you know, are not really fully aware. I don't think of what's going on outside of in his opinions and stuff. Um, I don't know. Like, it's not a really big. It doesn't really do much, you know. And for the lucha lucha house party, it really doesn't do much for them either. It's just kind of a. It's kind of like they're jobbing for Lars for what. Just to job again. And on top of that, Monday, he, next Monday, you know, you know so he made these racist comments. Why can't stop putting him against these Mexicans? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, dude, please put him against someone else. Like, but do you think it would? Do you think people would like? Then do you think people would cheer if they put him with like a white guy? Like, yeah, white guy jobbing, you know? Because they're just jobbing in the sense. I'm just. I mean, I know what you guys are saying, but like in terms of the Lars Sullivan character. Like what is it? What are they doing? It's been with going them? on for a lot of weeks already. Yeah, just exactly. Like obliterating right. an opponent. Exactly. But no like substance to it. Like, yeah, exactly. is there going right. to be a zero storyline, or you're just going to keep beating up like you know Lindsay yeah. Dorado or right? Exactly. Or like jobber of the day or yeah, like basically. oh like today it's going to be Ho- no way Jose. Oh 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 also <laughs> like... um, also not white. You know. <laughs> right. It's like. Oh, dude, oh, he uh, showed up on SmackDown. He's getting Andrade now. Like, man. 
Charlotte's gonna come save him. <laughs> Can't beat up Charlotte. That English tutor is gonna help him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's kind of sad because like I kind of put Lars Sullivan up there because I said that in the past episode that he's he's ready than EC3, mm. but. After these comments that he's made, no. God, he's you just... You saw where EC3 is. He's going for the 24-7. How? Okay. Look the, at okay. that. I Look think that, he like... can make the 24-7 belt mean something, EC3. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, there's a reason why they gave it an R-Truth, just because he... Right, had, right, he adds that right, right, right. Because, like you said, like it's supposed to be a comedic belt. Yeah. I feel EC3 can play off of him being, like, you know, muscular and all this, and then, like, him trying to run away from, like, I don't know. Like that, like the like like he's trying to run away from like the smallest guy, but he's saying that like, you know, let's say let's say EC three wins, right? And let's say um, somebody like uh, Cedric Alexander, who's smaller than him, right? He's like trying to avoid wrestling somebody that's on two hundred five, <laughs> right? And he's but he's saying that he's the shit because he's right. EC three. I think that's something funny about that, you know? Or like let's say what's his name. Um, uh, the guy that hosts is 205. Oh, uh, Drake Maverick? Jack, like, say Drake, Drake Maverick, Maverick yeah. right? He is trying to get the 205, uh, 24-7 belt, right? And it's on EC3. And he's, like, slightly scared of him. Well, you saw but, And that. then he's like, but I'm muscular and I'm bad, I'm this. But he doesn't want to have a match with, uh, uh, with, Ma- with what's his name? The guy from 205, the one that hosts Oh, him. Drake Maverick. Yeah, Drake yeah, yeah, Maverick, yeah. right, right. I think that's something funny. Well, you, you see he's playing it off, too, because he's, like, putting up, like... Right. Have you seen this man? And it's R-Truth's picture and right, stuff. Right, 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 right. And he put it on his Instagram that, all right, I'm in the state of blah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, and, like, yeah. have you seen this man going through a drive-thru and stuff? So yeah, they're yeah. playing off the comedy skit of it, but... If you, you know what? If they, can, if they can make it work... Where it's like supposed to be comedic, then I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing. And plus, you get people on TV more. Right, right. Obviously. I mean, that's the reason why the title looks stupid. I mean, because it's supposed to be. It is so. It's stupid. supposed to be a gag. It's supposed it to be a so gag. Yep. It looks like a, a leather strap with a record on it. <laughs> What's worse, looking the hard, the old hardcore title with the piece, the puzzle pieces with the tape, or, <laughs> with or, the little like band, with little, the little gauze band on it. I think they're pretty even. <laughs> yeah, I think they're pretty even. The hardcore title was an old WWE title, right? Right. It was just like, yeah, yeah that's messed right. up. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the that you want to... Yeah. Oh, let me just say this. Happy birthday to Bray Wyatt. Today is his oh. birthday, you know? Ooh. So... Well, Yowie-wowie. Exactly. Yowie-wowie. But... Like, one quick thing from SmackDown is Dolph Ziggler's return. Your oh. boy. Well, hold on. Right before, I know we're going to SmackDown, but... The one uh, match I thought that was really good on Raw was... The, now I know this is gonna be kind of biased, but the Miz versus Drew McIntyre, <laughs> Drew McIntyre match, I thought that was pretty good. Now shout out to the Miz. I see that he's wrestling in a more technically sound way. You know, Drew McIntyre, him being taller, he's going for a lot of leg shots. He's using his semi quickness to get away from him. Good for and, Miz. And, and good for Miz. I thought that was good. That's good storytelling. Yeah, be a good you know? technical wrestler. That's, That's good storytelling from the Miz. Frog, you know, frog splash. He's trying to. That set right. That messed up frog <laughs> splash. But I thought that was a good match no. on Raw, as well as the semi tag team match with. Uh, uh, We're not gonna talk about that, about that frog splash or money in the bank. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, you know, seat? you can check out on the Instagram, the Get Your Podcast Instagram, how he messed up the frog splash. I don't know what he was trying he to just, do. He landed on his feet. What the? Yeah, right, right. It? I think he was. I think he was scared. He'll, uh, he'll hurt himself. He, he didn't like, go all the way. He didn't, oh. it wasn't even a frog splash. It was just like 
don't know, a, a squirrel jumping from tree to tree. I, <laughs> the flying squirrel, the flying squirrel. Man. But yeah, I thought the main event was pretty good, pretty decent, I thought. You know, okay. Brock Lesnar, you know, um, teasing that cash out, you know, cashing in. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, but next week on Raw. And then he came on the SmackDown with, right. the, you know, Paul Heyman came out. Paul Heyman came cause, out. Because Brock Lesnar was out, you know, just, oh. you know. Brock ain't going to show up on Swimming in money. <laughs> so, so send out that, send out his uh, pawn, uh, Paul Heyman, then. Uh, I'd say the biggest takeaway was Dol- or Dolph Ziggler returning his first his first appearance since mm-hmm. late January. Right, that and, story uh, was kind of bland. Like I don't understand why he came back. Well, like, because well he, well he did a little promo yeah. where he like he was crying. You know, I don't know, trying to show that acting <laughs> skills. I know he was in the was he in the Marine or whatever. That wasn't the eye drops. That wasn't eye drops that he put in. He, you know, he just really rubbed his eyes hard before he came out on the mic, but. Basically saying that Kofi was given this opportunity. This is something that Dolph has wanted. That shot, and you know, it's playing to his whole underdog story. Because mm-hmm. as much as Kofi is a loser, as much as Kofi was an underdog back then, so is so was Dolph, and that's right. kind of maybe one of the reasons why he took a little hiatus. And um, so, yeah. but yeah, he came out and looks like because of Kevin Owens right. wrestling in Saudi Arabia, right. looks like he'll slide into that super whatever showdown exactly pay per view. And that's something so. that that's something that Dolph Ziggler is used to doing, sliding into people's DMs. Amy Schumer. That's right. Oh, <laughs> but I thought it was and, a pretty uh, good promo, and like we also know the other reason why he's like he's available is because the Laugh Out Loud tour is done. over, so yeah. you know yeah. that he's done. He doesn't have to do any comedic performances. Um, just going moving forward to the Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia, I do think this match is going to be pretty good, given the right time and the right you know, the right area in the show, which I'm I'm guessing should be kind of main event. But we all know the main event is Goldberg versus Undertaker. Yeah. Um, you know, which I don't know is if they're going to bring their walkers or whatever canes <laughs> to the. But I think that match is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. I really do think that match is going to be really good. Does it deserve to be at Saudi Arabia where? It's not really a huge wrestling fan crowd. No, I don't know. I, I feel like this would no, main event. they're paying WWE to go out there again. Yeah, I, I, as, I, I feel like this would main event almost any wrestling show. Um, you know. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe, hopefully, this might be a triple threat where they include Kevin Owens. Or this might be a little bit more of a few moving on. Um, I also do think that another good match on SmackDown was... Ali versus Andrade. Mm-hmm. They actually had to have a full match this time. Yeah. Instead of like having an interruption. And I thought that was a really good match. And our boy won. Our boy won. Also, he's also battling another match, which is Ramadan. Because mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier, he's no eating until sundown. No water. No nothing. Um, so I thought that was a really good match. Shout out to Andrade. I hope this like Andrade moves up though, because I mean, I feel like he's moving up the ladder there. He, he like I, I feel like I don't know about how you guys feel. I feel like that SmackDown is relying a lot on um, Andrade yeah. and Ali. He's getting more TV for having time. good matches. Yeah. yeah, he's like the premier. Those are the premier guys having matches on SmackDown lately. Is is Andrade and Ali? Um, I just have one question: Where the hell is uh, Ricochet? I, I was actually going right? to talk about that on my last I, Is he on Raw or SmackDown? He's, he's on, on Raw. Well, either way, where is he? Yeah. How could you not be using one of your best, like, athletic guys who's o- kind of over already? Well, he wrestled you know, Cesaro. 
Oh and yeah, Cesaro yeah. beat him. Oh, which yeah. doesn't help. Well, I mean, Cesaro, Cesaro needs to get that push with his new gimmick too. So I guess and, I mean, that, show, and that shows that I didn't watch that part of Raw. So. This is this is one of those reasons why, like the reaction that you have, Justin, about where's Ricochet and stuff. Remember when they first debuted on yeah. NXT? That's why I was a little nervous about Ricochet debuting so like quickly. Yeah. Is because they're just gonna fit him in there. He has no story, right? Of, like why he's coming to WWE, right, right, or like main roster. I mean. So I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. I felt there was a good story with him and Aleister Black. Not to cut you off, but I felt there was a good story with him and Aleister Black coming from NXT. You know, having you know, because I thought their tag matches were, were dope. Yeah, you know but I mean? you brought up Rick. Where's Aleister Black? Yeah, yeah where's Aleister Black? Black? Like man, <laughs> fade the black. He's outside the Firefly Fun House. You mm-hmm. know, when they shoot it, he's outside the house. Get ready to do his little. Is he pulling uh, the Sasha Banks for not being part of Money in the Bank? Or? Oh, I didn't even notice that. How he was in Money in the Bank? He wasn't. Right. Yeah, I thought he might have been the seventh guy. Him, hit or the eighth guy. I thought it was gonna be either him or Bray Wyatt. The way they've been doing these vignettes. But did you notice on Money? In, I'm sorry to go back to the Money in the Bank thing, but like during that match, all the high flyers were the ones getting injured. Yeah, you notice that like yeah, the, yeah. The, the heavyweights were the one that like basically took yeah. over the show or right. took over that match. Shout out to Andrade and Finn Balor for that spot where they did off that the uh, that little like uh, flip power bomb. And did you see that? I don't know. Andrade put that little put, put a little emphasis why he what he jumped off the main the, the top part of the ladder. Yeah, and uh, Finn Balor, I hope uh, you know. I hope you're getting your uh, you know your back checked out and all that. But you know, thought that was a good spot. Right. Um, any takeaways from SmackDown? Any other takeaways? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, you know, we'll see how everything else unfolds. Uh, should we move on to some rumors? Or? Well, real quick, just not to cut you off, we're going, we'll get into the uh, the last call real quick. I, the One of the, my biggest, um, what grinds my gears about the Saudi Arabia shows is that it puts the build and the story at a standstill. Because the 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 you know the shows at Saudi Arabia are just like one day sh- like one shows that are just giveaway. It's not the storylines are not really moving forward. They're just having like a big showcase, and so like I feel like the storylines are kind of like just like eh, until they can get move on from this show. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Like oh, you didn't like that promo with Triple H versus Randy Orton. How they're just like going back on oh, no. their longtime rivalry oh, with no. Evolution and oh, everything. No. No, I think that's I mean, what you're talking about. How like they're yeah, just kind of like it's a story. Yeah. They're just one off thing. The, be, the like, best thing to say yeah. is like they're just recycling these matches. Yeah, it's just like because because that's what the prince wants. Like that's what they want. They I mean, there's want a reason. These... There's a reason why Goldberg coming out of retirement, Undertaker right. coming out of you know. was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that ten minutes? Ten minute match? Dude, they're just, know, they're they're getting, the entrances are going to be like they're getting paid five now. minutes. You know, and as much as this puts a home, who's coming out first? Who's coming out first? Oh, who's coming out first? It's got to be Goldberg. It's Goldberg. Goldberg has to come out first. Come on, you can't do that. That's disrespectful. Goldberg coming out from the sand dunes, or (laughs) 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 Undertaker's gonna come out with the uh, Jafar. He's gonna come out with Jafar. (laughs) Oh, I I think we're. Oh, I think we're. I think we're being a little stereotypical. Who dares? We're gonna say it's Goldberg coming out. We're gonna say it's Goldberg coming out. He comes from far as hell. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Come from yeah, the, the, the sand dudes are gonna open like the uh, like 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 like, 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 like Aladdin, like Aladdin, like with the with the like a lion's gonna come out. Of the and it's Goldberg coming out of the mud. He's taking too long, so the carpet's gonna come help him. The carpet's gonna. Come. 
That's going to be a 10 minute match right there. 12 minutes, 12 minutes, 12 minutes. 12 minutes? 12 minutes, 12 minute match. <laughs> 10 minutes on entrance. 10 minutes on entrances, you know. Oh my gosh. I bet you you could, you could completely like say what the match going to be like. All right. 10 minute match. Uh-huh. The entrances. Uh-huh. All right. Arm bar lockup. Arm bar lockup. Uh-huh. Undertaker gets thrown out the ring. Oh, man, man. And, then, and then giving away the match right And then there. he's by the barricade, and then here comes the spirit through the barricade. Uh-huh. And then... That, that's it. That's so it. it. <laughs> look at the crowd. Look at the crowd, Tombstone. Man. You know? My only, my only thing is that I hope that there's, there's a cool counter. I hope that Goldberg somehow gets out of the Tombstone, spears him, and then I would like the Gold, Goldberg to do the Tombstone on Undertaker. Man, everyone goes crazy. And then Undertaker kick out. And then he'll do the tombstone on him. Or maybe last ride. Okay. 15 minutes. (laughs) That's that's the match. Last ride on Goldberg? The last ride on Goldberg. To to indicate his last ride ever. 15 minute match? All right. No, they're going to need someone holding his feet when he's doing the... the, And then let's hope his son comes in. Goldberg's son. With no t-shirt. With no t-shirt again. When when Undertaker does a third rope, when he hangs on the rope and does the... Oh. Hit the army. They're gonna have like two guys just like, like it's <laughs> like it's high school gymnastics. Making sure he doesn't even fall, when he does the know? old school. When he does the old school. Yeah, 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 school, yeah, yeah. Uh, Off the rope. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's gonna be mats on, on the other side. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we go with some rumors or? Yeah. Um, okay. So I got a couple uh, last calls with me. Um, we were talking about Ricochet. Yeah. There's a rumor going around that like people are getting scared because he's not getting booked right. That he's just going to be another mid-carder. It's interesting how, like, we talked about Ricochet and stuff. A lot of people are feeling like Ricochet's not being used right or anything. So it's like, hmm. what do you guys think about that? Like, his, yeah, his match against, who was it, on Raw? Um, Cesaro. Cesaro, like, you know. Lackluster. It's just not. You'd think Ricochet versus Cesaro is a pay-per-view match. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, but it's considering like it's just, both their movesets. Yeah, it's yeah. just another match. And I could I could see why people are feeling like Ricochet's just not being used the way he is. Yeah. Um, I feel you. I, I agree. I totally agree. I just think I think people are like more going towards the fact that Ricochet should be a like a main eventer guy. Not yeah. not like At least in the contentionship. Yeah. At least a contender. Or being talked about, or maybe like maybe he should be on SmackDown. He should have matches against like Andrade and I, like I felt Finn that, that was the move. Yeah. And then maybe Alistair would be on Raw? That's you know, actually good. Instead of... Is Alistair on SmackDown? Or? I thought he was on SmackDown. I think he was on SmackDown because of Zelina's well, there. Well, well, where, where is he? Oh, yeah, he's on SmackDown. He's doing video right, he's vignettes yeah, that I do yeah. not like. Um, but, I mean, a lot of fans he's, are thinking that Ricochet... basically poetry, poetry hour. With them. <laughs> I mean, if, he, if he was better on the mic, then I would understand. But I think they're just going through the motions. The last time... Someone had this type of leap that the, we, we wanted to expect for Ricochet was Kevin Owens. And Kevin mm. Owens was the whole package, Mike and everything, yeah. coming out against John Cena. But with Ricochet not being that polished. about the NXT guy. Yeah, NXT okay. coming up and right away challenging for something yeah. big. Okay. And I think with Ricochet's, you know, not being polished on the mic kind of hindered that. But he'll still be there at some point. Just, you just know what? Now. Actually, that makes it right. What? Who right now? Who do you guys think of the males? Who's the best male that came out of NXT? Like lot. currently now? Currently now? Like who had the best push coming out of NXT as a male super WWE superstar? Kevin Ricochet. Owens, right? Oh, Kevin Owens okay, if you okay, come Kevin out Owens, against John yeah, Cena yeah, right away. Kevin, o- I would say Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. And Finn Balor, yeah. Those were the two. But well, obviously, Kevin Owens is the bit the best. Yeah, yeah the big, so. the best one to come out of there. Just think about that. How many male WWE superstars have come out of NXT 
And you can only think of Kevin Owens and Finn Balor having that that really good push. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that's a product because some of them are coming way too early, or they're not really staying in there like enough to train that to get that skill of getting the promos done and and everything else? No, they've had enough because they've had like so much time at NXT. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, but look, but look at what's happening. Like what we're saying, like with Ricochet. That's different though, because like I kind of feel like. The last time we talked about this, Ricochet, I feel like the only reason why they debuted him because WWE got nervous. Because, mm. like, there was so much going on in wrestling outside of WWE. Yeah, yeah, they needed something. They needed something and stuff. And then I think you were talking about before in the last episode how, like, um, there was a segment where you were like, hey, how come we don't have anything like ROH is bringing or New Japan? Right, 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 right. And it was Triple H goes, yeah, you do. It's called NXT. Right. You like, know? they didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, no, no, we had brought up, I remember, because. You know what I'm talking about, the, right? The, yeah, yeah, the G1 Supercard. Yes. That Ricochet, you know, that was WWE's, WWE's response saying, hey, we have these type of underground right, know, okay, right, right, right. We'll feature them early right. instead of waiting until after WrestleMania. Because look what happened. Now Johnny Gargano is back in NXT. Right. And I thought he was already debuting. And I thought maybe he was lo- losing it to Adam Cole. Right. You know, but... Right. But back to the point where you're saying, it's like, yeah, Kevin Owens and like... Who, do, who else did you say? You said uh, Kevin Finn Owens Ballard. and Finn Balor. Those are like the no- notable two. I have NXT. I know. I know some sweaties out there be like, "Well, what about the Shield? That doesn't count." No, I'm that sorry. doesn't count because they were they were they, you know, FCW transitioning to NXT doesn't count. Yes, you know. Do you do you count? How about this? How about do you count Samoa Joe as a good one too? Yeah, because but he didn't Samoa have that Joe push didn't, though. Didn't, he didn't get that challenge for a title. He just got a US title. No, no, no. But remember, like he was right. working with Triple H and Seth Rollins. You remember how like he debuted and stuff, and he was like Triple H is like. Go to guy like hey, go get right. this guy. Uh, I don't know if that that would count as like the same level as like Kevin Owens debuting against John Cena. Okay, you know what? I, I'm give Samoa Joe a pass because it's Samoa he's Samoa Joe. Joe. He's Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah, 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 like they, he's he was a mic. You know, he was like, already he was already known. You know, I mean, if that guy showed <laughs> if that guy showed up at Evolve, people would go crazy. Yeah, if he showed up at NXT UK. People go crazy. Right, right, right. So I feel like Samoa Joe gets that pass. You he gets that pass. He okay. gets that pass. All right. Um, moving on to the next one. Last call with me is um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Our man is our getting his own show on USA Network. Um, yeah, he's going to be on. Show. <laughs> What's going to be? Sorry. What's going to be about? Straight up Steve Austin. Yeah, there oh. you go. Ooh. He did not pick that. Up. He did not pick that title. No, he didn't. Straight up, not tell me that. What is called Stone Cold Steve Austin three sixteen? In each episode, he's gonna open a can of whoop ass on your ass. I don't think this really fits him, but in each episode, Austin and the celebrity guests swap stories about their lives and careers during one of a kind custom tailored adventures in different cities across America. What? This does not sound what great. In this unique interview format, there's no studio, no couch, and no cue cards. Just straight up good time and some good old-fashioned American fun. And a celebrity guest. A celebrity guest. I can't really... I wish, you just talk, I, I wish the guest was just another wrestler and they could just talk right. about wrestling what? stories. Just, that'd be his podcast. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense because if you, uh, for those of you that follow Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, he's been running reruns. I mean, I know he has like over how many episodes, but yeah. he's been doing all reruns of both his podcasts. That's sad. His, his, this his sad podcast because he get good, right? yeah. he get numbers, man. Yeah, he get yeah. huge ass numbers. Numbers we'll never see. <laughs> but um, good for him. 
All right, so one more last call is um, I don't know if you guys caught NXT. Yeah, yeah. It was actually a good uh, episode there. Um, you got Tyler Breeze coming back to NXT. Yep. And yeah. I, at the same time, it was great that he was there um, when um, Belt Vitim Dream, your yes, boy, our was boy. cutting a promo. Uh, he was doing them bogus on this uh, promo and stuff. Why? Like why? He, why? He was saying stuff like, you know, like, um, well, first, like, you know, Tyler Breeze interrupted him. About you know Velveteen Dream like you know giving himself props on he's the NXT North American Championship yeah and shout he, out not exact words but he said something like oh I see that you're back I see you couldn't cut it on Mondays and Tuesdays that's right like, that's right that's right um but you know what good for Tyler Breeze um I don't know what's going on with him I I there's it seems like he's gonna go for that title okay. and for our listeners there like don't forget Tyler Breeze was good in NXT. He had that match against Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're making this, what, this takeover that's coming up, a really big deal and stuff. Yeah. So, and then, and I don't know, I kind of want this thing going on where Undisputed also wins all the titles. Yes. You know, because yes. they're such a, like, dominant faction. Yes. That they, they got to win all the titles. I yes. Think, and I feel they like debut. they need to reestablish themselves as a huge faction. Yes. Um, and this is the time to utilize the Undisputed Era as, like, the true heels on NXT because... Now they have a lot of groundwork to make up. There's no Aleister Black. There's no Ricochet. So there's enough time for them to build um, a storyline. I mean, I see that they're doing a a Four Horsemen slash Dusty Rhodes. Just Mm -hmm. input Undisputed Era and Matt Riddle. Right. There's kind of a thing with that, you know, showing a bloody slipper. Shout out to to, uh, Roger Strong's uh, Academy Award acting right there. But the last match on on NXT, you saw Undisputed, like, jump Matt Riddle and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. I want to know who's going to be the other two. Because, like, you know, it's two on four. I wonder if they're building something to where, like, there's going to be, like, four on four again. Right, 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 right. Because for some reason... For like these factions, these groups going at it is like it's like a big matchup. Yeah, uh, if you guys remember, um, well, aka used to be War Raiders, Ricochet, and what was the other man? Um, Alistair Black. Alistair, was it Alistair Black? Probably. They had um, it was like four on four against um, uh, Undisputed Era. Their match was good. That match was good. Yeah. 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 On. Yeah, so I mean, like, I don't know, like, I think they're missing, like, two more people that could just, like... Be in that? Yeah, four on four. I kind of like, I kind of hope that, like, they leave it as is, because I kind of like how they're trying to build Matt Riddle, um, you know, trying to, like, make him, like, a huge face, trying to overcome the the whole heel faction thing. Yeah. Um, The other thing I, too, like, I do like how, like, with Undisputed Era, I mentioned this before, when they do do tag matches, it is Red Dragon. Yes. That is much better. That is, you know. Um, what's it called? Good I also for like Bobby Fish. The good for Bobby Fish, dude. Yes, man. Shout out to him. We we met him and Adam Page at Miller's. Right. I'll post up the picture uh, later on this weekend. Um, shout out to the um, Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Oh, hey, man, Jay. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Uh, because she she uh, interrupted. She uh, came out and uh, what's it called? She interrupted the match with the, with the. Uh, the, I forgot the women's match that they had. Oh, Candice LeRae. Candice, Candice LeRae. LeRae. Yeah, shout out to Candice LeRae too. Shout out to NEC to finally using her too because yeah, she hasn't been. She, up, she's she? someone that they need to be using. You know, what I mean, like she's really good in the ring, and a lot of people know her. Like of of people in that women's division, I feel Shirai and Candice LeRae can be like the top, and then you got Bianca Belair and you got my girl Shayna Baszler in there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like they can definitely build that women's division. Uh, I mean, they definitely got the time to do it since, like, they got, like, you know, all these open-ended areas. Since you brought up Shanna Baszler, do you think they're running out of ideas for her? Because, like, now that she has this rival with her, mm-hmm. I feel like they're running out of ideas with they her. They haven't like, given her been... a lot of time on the mic. 
Dude, I always want her to get called up. I know, man. man. She's so good. Okay, so but I don't think they'll call her up because who are the other two from the four horsemen? Jessamine, and, Jessamine and, uh, McDuke okay. and uh, Maria. Maria Maybe yeah. they're not calling her up because of those two because they the, they they're not ready. She's got to hold their hand. Right. Yeah, Basically. I hate to say no, it like that. No, they're not. They're not ready. They're not ready. No, but we talk about how Shayna Baszler's ready, but right. you think they're keeping her there because those two are for ready. sure. Hundred yeah. percent for sure. Just to get her, get them into like feeling comfortable and you know training and all that, and to kind of develop their character. I mean, they're just like lackeys to her, basically. Yeah. You know, because um, like I feel Shayna Baszler and Adam Cole are in the same spot. They're definitely ready to be called up. It's just a matter of timing. So you think Andre Speed is holding back Adam Cole now? Because uh... Bobby Fish ain't ready, or like. Roger Strong. A little bit, a little bit. I feel yeah. Adam Cole is a star on it by himself. Yeah. I'm not saying that Undisputed Era is holding them back. Um, but I feel that Adam Cole is money. Okay. You know, whether it's with Undisputed Era, with whether it's out. But I do feel a call up for him is is gonna happen. Okay. Which is kinda like you know, I mean, NXT has to then find like another way to push somebody else, but like you know, NXT is always gonna be good no matter right, what. Right. But his time is coming. Okay. I mean, that's the only, that's the only reason why he doesn't have the uh, NXT championship. Because he's already a made guy. I think he's a belt, though, right now. You think so? I think it's time for him I mean, he had the first. He's an inaugural uh, North, North American. American yeah. Yeah. But that's their intercontinental title. That's not their 24-7 title? <laughs> um, but that's it for last call. Uh, I just want to say before we get, the, we get to um, sweaty session. Here we go, guys. Don't worry nothing. I gotta say it one more time. It's a Saturday. I I, I can't wait. Sixty dollars, sixty five dollars. That's the only thing I don't like. Yeah. Sixty five dollars. And how many matches are there on the roster for sixty five? There's like I don't know. I think there's only like I think there's eight. But the time limit. They give them time limits. Just like a New Japan, like every match is like almost up to an hour. But it's not really an hour. But oh. like same thing with AEW. They want to give the time for the matches. You Excuse know? me. Since we're talking about double or nothing, forgot about what's his name. Sean Spears. Oh, man. Oh. How can we forget? Funny we were talking about it. You know, Mr. Royce. Episode, Mr. Royce. Our last few episodes about how he was at odds with WWE and now he gets picked up. I'm so happy for him. Do you think that was a good pickup for AEW? Yeah, that's a good pickup. I like the, I like the commercial that they did. Where like he's but playing. is he doing that? What do you mean he's is doing Is he doing that? the 10 gimmick? I think so. Because, I mean, like, his picture is still him holding up the 10. Mm. And I'm surprised WWE yeah. let him, like, do something like he that. He should have just, like, done nine. Mm, they, they didn't trademark it? <laughs> just <laughs> nine? Yeah, I'm surprised he... Like, I'm surprised, you know, yeah, exactly. trademark. But, well, obviously... Or I guess, w- or I guess WWE is like, oh, he left? Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't think they really care about the trademark. Because, like, you know, because, okay, well, we couldn't use him. So maybe he could use that Or maybe he, he, he uh, said that he came up with himself. I don't know. Who knows? Like, here, here's your parting gift. You can keep the 10, you know. <laughs> Man. But good for him. Double or nothing this Saturday for sixty five ninety nine. Oh my uh, god. Also, to go in a little bit with the double or nothing, uh, if you uh, get the uh, fight app, um, they also show the star cast. Which also is going to show the uh, the road to Double or Nothing, like what it took to get there. I, I think the story has been told about how they got there. You know, the the build up with the All In and Tony Khan being there and seeing it and getting a lot of buzz in the indie scene. I kind of has been told already, um, but for those people that kind of want to get deeper into it, I think that's a good thing. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, it's on the Fight app. Um, and the also thing we mentioned a couple episodes before, Ric Flair is supposed to have a, a roast yes. as part of this whole. Starcast thing, um, all leading up to Double or Nothing. 
I don't know if it's still happening because he just came back from surgery. He's doing well. But I, I think I it's mean, happening. I think. You think I mean, surgery, all you guys do is sit down, the right? The surgery was happening so he can be healthy in time for the role. Right, right. Not like, now, does Charlotte make an appearance? Oh, definitely. You think so? Oh, definitely. Maybe she'll host it. And be like, uh-huh. okay, Dad, here are because, your posters. Because you know? there, there's been some things where like WWE has kind of like been like frowning upon WWE oh. wrestlers going and showing up at Starcast. Starcast, by the way, is not an the AEW w, yeah. AEW offic- officially like um, sponsored or associated thing. Starcast is its own thing. Right, right. It's its own like little like uh, celebrity wrestling celebrity promotion it's its own side thing it has nothing to do with AEW okay but some people are thinking like so you don't people are tampering with uh you know so you don't think Charlotte will be there I think she should I think it's her dad you know she should be I think so Andrade too (laughs) (laughs) um one last I'm sorry I I do apologize but last thing what really um grinds my gears is this whole US title What's going on with the U.S. title? I'm actually upset about Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. I like another another like it's just another fallaway match. Like it was just like a botch match to me because you're not seeing Rey Mysterio in his like element or Samoa Joe in his element because I really want that to be like a a good match. Yeah. But as a fan, I just don't think you know. I just I just really had to bring that up there because lackluster. Yeah, like it's just another match. It's like a throwaway match, and that those two should not be a throwaway match. And I get it. We've talked about it before. The U.S. title is not like an important title. Mm. But it's like, I don't know how you guys feel about that. But I just feel like Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio, they, they deserve a spot in a pay-per-view. Yeah. So. And I mean, if that's the case, just put them on Raw. Because right. I feel like they're using SmackDown just to build up. They're trying so hard to build up Roman, you know, Drew McIntyre. Mm. Yeah. This thing with Shane. And like, dude, the... The the big match is right there with Samoa Joe yeah. and Rey Mysterio. It's a big match. They're man. still trying with this Roman Reigns shit. Like it's and just dude, to, to stop it. And just to close it off and agree with all what you guys say. Do you remember when SmackDown was good? Yeah. Now I feel this whole wild card BS has ruined SmackDown. Yeah, it has. When you can watch Raw and complain about Raw, but you can watch, but you know that SmackDown is going to be good, and you know NXT is going to be great, and you know main event is going to be also good. But I'm a genius. But shout out to who watches main event. Who watches main event? No, I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, like I mean, I feel like the wild card thing has ruined SmackDown. I feel like Roman going to SmackDown has also ruined SmackDown. But that's it. That's all I gotta say about that. Uh, We are moving on to the sweaty session. Sweaty session. Yo, 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 sweaty session. I guess uh, since last week we talked about um, overrated, I feel like it's better to talk about underrated. Um, yeah, it's fitting that we do underrated after doing an overrated sweaty, sweaty session. Right, right, right. So uh, who's going to kick it off? I'll kick it off. Underrated. Underrated. Here we Underrated. Go. I, this is not going to be a, a lackluster name, but I feel he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Chavo Guerrero. Oh. Eddie Guerrero's uh, nephew, I feel, doesn't get the notoriety that he gets. Maybe because he's under the shadow of Eddie 
kind of overlooked Kerwin over White. by Kerwin by, White. <laughs> <laughs> overlooked by Ray. You know, I I felt like he was he was like one of the he was like really good. He's really talented. He could wrestle with anybody. He was just as athletic as like Ray and Eddie Guerrero. But I he didn't have that it factor. That's the thing that's what killed him. And I don't think he has such a stale personality as well. So, but I think he's I think he's over. I think he's underrated. Alright. You don't like that? You don't like that? Right. Okay. Come on, man. That I was un- Chavo. That was unexpected. Okay. Alright. Okay, let me let me get with mine, alright? I, I don't know, Jay, you're gonna have the same one as me. Um Cesaro. We were talking about him. Oh. He's very underrated. I've been talking about him. Um I'm glad he's a single competitor now. Uh-huh. Maybe he'll get I don't know. He he needs to get a title run. He's been IC champ, US I think he's been US champ, yeah. He's been I think he's been everything except for the main title. Main title. He needs to get on there somehow. Mm-hmm. I kinda wish he was in a money money in the bank match. Maybe he could replace one of those guys as the seventh. That's true. Even though Brock Lesnar interrupted. True, true. But Cesar, he needs a push. Like if if he's doing this whole one question thing, if it's really working out for him, mm-hmm. you could tell the WWE uh, universe is like catching on to him. People yeah. are saying it all over You're like social media. You're yeah, I just think Cesaro, it's time for him to be Universal Champion or even WWE Champion. Right. Put him on SmackDown since they're giving you know WWE titles to who who they think deserves yeah. it. You know, so I feel you. I feel you. But Cesaro, man, he's he's one of, he's an underrated guy. Yeah, it's a good call. That was one of my picks, but I'm gonna go with mine. A huge underrated wrestler for me, and that's someone I feel bothers me. It's pointing with bothering Booker T. Oh. oh. Booker T, I feel, is not considered one one of the top, the best wrestlers of all time. I know he's, I mean, you know, he's in the Hall they of Fame. They say good. They like Hall give of Fame him, twice, yeah, right, you know. Right, right. But I, I put him in my top five, like, as number five. Booker T. Okay. Booker good. T. And um, I think he's an entertainer, you know. Yep. Uh, he, he's good move set. The man, man. He, he a big 6'6 six, six dude, big limber guy, and he's got some kicks. He's got the scissor kick. he got the heel kick. He got the spinner Rooney. Um, got the you know that mock rock bottom he's got the bookend. <laughs> uh, uh, I, and just he he's been really versatile with his gimmicks, you know, with the Harlem Heat, the King Booker, and then right, right, right. right. And I think a lot of his not downfall, but a lot of people bring up the Rock segment when he first appeared on WWE. He was holding WCWC title, WCW title, and when Booker T came and interrupted the Rock's promo, and I think that's when he goes, who. Who the hell are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you? Or something oh, like, like that. how they buried him, and, supposedly. Yeah, and that yeah. was like the thing that like probably bothered Booker T. Because who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six time WCW. Five time. Five time. Five time. And yeah. he ended WCW's reign as a champion, right? That's right. He was right. their last champion. Like, come on. Who are who am I? Right. But Booker T, man. And what shout he did with him. the King Booker gimmick. Yeah. And how he, him and his wife. It was supposed to be like, I thought, I mean, that's like lame, but yeah. you know, he, he made the it best of it. It was a good run. No, the King Booker. <laughs> I, I thought he was I great. like Booker T a yeah. lot, man. And shout out to him. But you're right. He does get overlooked when it comes to like top champions, top wrestlers. Um, just to go along with what you said too, is like he could also wrestle anybody yes. as well. Um, another person that um, I feel doesn't get enough love is um, Lance Storm. Really? Yeah, I dude, I think he's good. Now he his teacher or a better he, uh, he's, his promos are not that great, but as a wrestler, I feel he has a great moveset. He's athletic. 
he has like a a, a a unique way of like doing his suplexes, doing his moves. Dude, in ECW, he was great, man. Was the great, matches man. with him in ECW, I mean him and the Rob Van Dam. Yeah. And I and even though like his promos weren't memorable, but I always like how he introduced himself. He would always be like, "Can I have your attention?" Uh, yeah, he'll be like, he like, if we could be serious for a oh, moment." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm from, you know, Montreal. What do you say? He's from. I'm from. Quebec, I forgot where he's from. I forgot where yeah. he said, but like, yeah, I always thought he was really good. I always thought he was really good. Okay, all right. Um, let me let me get outside of. Well, not really outside. Still in WWE realm. Um, I want to see more of Keith Lee. Um, oh. I think he's very underrated. I've seen a couple of matches on YouTube of him. Like, yeah, he's not after he's that not one really match on. with Donovan Jack on yeah. NXT. He hasn't been used again. He's not being used or anything. To his, you know, just I just I just want to see more of him. Yeah. I don't know if they don't have anything for him or, or whatever, but he's good for a big guy. He's good. He's, he's athletic good. for a big guy. I, I want to see more of him. Yeah. So. He's got a good name too. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee, Lee man. Keith Lee. Yeah, Keith Lee. I'm gonna go with uh, a guy who I think should. I feel like he should be maybe the 205 champion. Give him a push. I like Chad Gable a lot. Oh, I think he's underrated. Yes, I know yes, he's a tag yes, team yes, champion. Yes, but I mean, I, we all know he's really talented with all his matches. When he was American Alpha and Bobby Roode, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. the look. He's. I mean, I know he's really short, but yeah, put maybe put him on two. He's. You know, he's under 205 pounds or whatever yeah, they exactly, do exactly. to qualify to be in that weight class. But put him in 205 five live. I think he would make a splash. And I mean, I don't know it would boost you know the ratings, but. I feel like he deserves, he he deserves something. I think he's really talented, and I think Vince, you know, like in the big dudes, mm-hmm. he, maybe he's coming around with guys like Ricochet. But mm-hmm. I think Chad Gable, I mean, although he's been you know a multiple time tag team champion, NXT champ or tag team for NXT as yeah. well, but he I think he needs more, man. I think he's really talented. Okay. Okay, so. This is gonna. I mean, this is also nobody. Nobody really talks about this guy, but I feel he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Um, Juventud Guerrero. Dead silence again. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, he was in that match when Silver King died. Oh, oh. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. No, but like I thought his matches with Rey Mysterio when they were doing the. Uh, the cruiserweight title on WCW when they had the cruiserweight title. I do. I always liked watching the Hoover Two versus Rey Mysterio matches. You don't like psychosis? <laughs> you don't like he couldn't move with Rey Mysterio. He was no, like he was too he slow and, and like you know what I mean he like he he was like too mechanical like yeah yeah. But Hoover Two I felt like should be right up there with Rey Mysterio. I think he got lost. You know maybe. Alcohol or whatever drugs, but I thought he was really good. I, I hate to say, man, I seen a match with him. He gained weight a little bit. Oh yeah, he did. He gained a lot. Yeah, it, it, I think it's too much. Uh, you know, uh, chimichanga. <laughs> um, I think another guy that I would want to see now, since he's got a new gimmick going on, and I hope he holds the WWE title longer. Bray Wyatt. Oh, that's because a because you pick. know what? That's a good because pick. Bray Wyatt. I think when he was WWE champion, he got a pretty good pop. And he really deserved it. And when he came yeah. back the first time, when he lost all that weight, he lost a little bit of weight. People were like, like, so they were like backing him up. Like Bray Wyatt, you know, shout out to you, Daryl. I know he's one of your favorite guys. He yeah. just, he, he needs to be pushed. I don't know how he's, he's doing with this whole new gimmick change and everything. They got to give him a good storyline with somebody. Who, who is he going to fit in with? 
You know what I mean? Mm. With the storyline. Because well, the last... also have to book him correctly, too. They have him right. losing all the time. But the last person he he got booked with was with Matt Hardy, and they were partners together. And that never went anywhere to me. When they were tag team partners and stuff, it was, it never it was, really uh, went anywhere. I think it was two years too late. Yeah. You know, you know, they were doing... They wanted to, like... They want to use the uh, broken Matt Hardy gimmick versus, versus the Hardy versus uh, Bray, Bray Wyatt because yeah. that's what some fans were comparing it to, and it was too late. And you know, there's a rumor going on that they want Jeff Hardy to use his TNA Willow um, gimmick against Bray Wyatt, and I'm just like, oh my god, can he even work? Can, get, can Jeff Hardy even still <laughs> can he even still walk? Can he even still walk? <laughs> but yeah, Bray Wyatt, I hope he gets booked well. He needs to be a champion again, in my I eyes. Hate. Yeah. Mommy, so, Mommy. Give him the right fit. I mean, the only thing he fits in right now is JoJo. You know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's tight like that mask. It's tight like that mask. <laughs> JoJo, though. Hey. It's not like those dreads, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say... they gotta, I, wish the, I wish the timing aligned where this girl was in her prime and wrestling with you know the four horsewomen. I feel like Nikki Bella... Is underrated in terms of a performer. I know she's okay. there with the you know her entrance, you know iconic entrance with her, uh, you know with it that booty. Like, hey. But I feel like she's underrated in the ring. I think yes, she really developed over um, time. Yeah, over time. And I wish maybe I know I know she's like a little. I mean, she's not old, but I think she's past the whole you know wrestling full time. And I wish yeah. I wish she was in that you know that club. Yeah, like if, you, if she she started if she wish she started a little like with later, NXT, so she be if she started with NXT okay. and then right. got off, I wish she, she could have been. I yeah. wish she could wrestle with these crap of girls right now because exactly. I think she can keep up and and obviously with her look and hey, you know, also good on the mic too. Hey, hey, and she's good holding the mics. You know, I'm sure. Well, you know. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Bella, shout out Nikki Bella. Um, just to go with you, Jay. Um. I didn't think she was underrated because if you remember from episode five, she's on my Mont Rushmore oh, yeah. of uh, women wrestlers. Ooh. You know, saying I also agree on uh, you know the way she holds the mic. Um, <laughs> but uh, that is, yeah, I, I, okay. So <laughs> the the guy from Dancing with the Stars. Um, the, okay, so I don't I don't know if this guy fits in the underrated category, but he's someone that sometimes gets. Forgotten, Owen Hart. Okay, I feel Owen Hart. You bringing out these legends, man. Man, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, who? Yeah, because Juventud Guerrero is a legend. Um, (laughs) but Thunderliger. Yeah, well, (laughs) well, that's another episode. But like, I feel Owen Hart should be talked about more. I feel like his ring skills were a little bit more of today's style. Mm -hmm. You know how he does the grappling with the fast pace with using the because he was the first to do that. where he gets out of the uh, like uh, arm lock and how he kind of like steps on the ropes and then like puts his legs on it and does a flip over it. So, uh, Sami Zayn does that, and I remember seeing Owen Hart do that in the beginning. Okay. And you know the one thing like that um, that Owen Hart could do that Brett couldn't was make grappling look cool, oh, and that's okay. used today. You know when Brett when Brett Hart would do it like Twister like his hand and do the regular get out out of the way flip over here but remember Owen Hart had that moveset where he would spin and then he would do the kip up on his head and then he would try to get out of it right right to right, me right. like that move is like done so many times in different variations on, in today's even all throughout Indies New Japan they do some type of cool graphic moveset and I felt like Owen Hart is, was the guy that kind of 
the pioneer that style. Okay. In all my right. opinion, he was kind of a, a early hybrid, in my opinion. All right, all right. You know, cool, cool, cool. and I kind of wish he was, you know, alive to wrestler wrestle in today's in this era. Generation, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's a good pick. Good Shout pick. out to the Black Heart, Owen okay. Hart. That's a good pick. Um, let me do one last one, and that's gonna be um, Cedric Alexander. I'm going I'm to end, end with him. Keep it up with the 205? Yeah, I'm going to okay. end up with him because I don't think, you know, it's going to be more than just him. But Cedric Alexander, like Buddy Murphy, those guys should not be in 205 Live, I think. Like, Drew Gillick? Drew Gillick? Drew Gillick? Sorry, yeah. So Cedric Alexander <laughs> and Buddy Murphy. I'm, I'm just going to end it with those guys. Um, I think those guys should be in Raw or SmackDown. Or NXT already, they could put out. They're like, bigger than two hundred five. They're bigger than two hundred five, okay, okay. and I hate to put down two hundred five because they 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 are trying. They, try. they yeah. are trying, but two hundred five is not working. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. ever since our boy TJ Perkins left. Oh yeah. You know that. And ever since title, they, right, ever since it, Alistair, uh, Ali left, Ali, Ali, and it's TJ not the Perkins, same. Yeah. And Cedric Alexander, Buddy Murphy, they're in the same class as those guys to me. Yeah. Where they need to be on SmackDown Raw or NXT. Yeah. I think they could they could put a story out for all of them and just like. They're, they're just better than 205 Live, in my, in my opinion. They are. They are. So. They are. They are. Yeah, and you're right. The 205 thing is... It's is, just not it's, working. Yeah. It's not. No one's watching it. I, I, I mean, I, I think we talked about if they if they, if they they taped it, like, at full sale and aired it, like, mid-Saturday, like, lunchtime, I feel like a lot of people will watch it. And imagine if you were if you were one of them and you're, you're, you're wrestling after SmackDown. I think they do it before now. Is it before? Okay. Because when I went to SmackDown, they were doing it like... Yeah, it was before. Excuse me. But like all the energy's done. Yeah. And then like... like, As a wrestler, you're not wanting to like even be excited to like, hey, I'm going to entertain you guys. Right. I don't know. That's just... No, you're right. No, you're right. I mean like even even now that it's before, I mean, there's not that many people in in the crowd anyway. Yeah, that's what I mean. But, you know... Shout out to Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. That's where I'm going to end it with underrated for me. All right. All right. So. Uh, for me, I have, I've, you know, two minor ones. I want to say Steve Blackman only because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this guy wasn't, give, wasn't given a fair shake. He, he's, I know they, they, he was taped. You know, tabled as the boy, the most dangerous man. The lethal weapon. The lethal weapon. But the Steve music was dope, though. But yeah, that, that, that raver, the raver scene? The raver scene? But he's really, like, a badass in terms of, like, you hear shoot stories of him, like, just, like, fucking people up. Yeah. And I feel like in his WWE giving, he was kind of just, like, this, like, pair puts on, like, black pants. You're, like, this martial artist, uh... Yeah, and it's like, dude, if you're if this dude's he a straight did, he, up, if this dude's a straight up badass, like, dude, give him like him a badass. better, yeah, a better role, not this like, ooh, mix this good martial artist come out like just punching whatever. Yeah, yeah. He would do like the air the air yeah. boxing when he comes out. Like he would do like, basically they put in pajamas, gave us yeah. DJI DJ Irene type of theme song, <laughs> and then he had like his sticks would be the glow sticks. He yeah. would basically was doing what what Noemi is doing now. Yeah. And, and yeah, and him being a martial artist, and he didn't really show. <laughs> I like it. I like this theme song. Yeah. I feel like he he didn't get a fair shake. I, I wish. I, well, he was a hardcore champion. Maybe he was a European champion. I don't know. Nothing ever amounted, but I I, I wish someone like, like a badass like him should have given you know a better role. Right. Right. You know, not some gimmick. Of I did like that. Artist. I did like the when they were a tag team with Ken Shamrock and and Steve Blackman. 
So you have like the lethal weapon and the most dangerous man. So you have a guy. So they would come out and you have the one guy doing his glow stick gimmick. And then you have the one guy just screaming. Just, ah! I just thought that was like one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to shout out one more guy. Like, who's going to take this tag team seriously? You know what I'm saying? W- you have a guy yelling, and then you have a guy in glow sticks. It's like air bo- air boxing and kicking. <laughs> I want to shout out one more guy. I know this guy is like really bad on the mic, and but Apollo Cruz, you know, he's so he's really talented. Yes, man. yes, you know, I yes. I don't know what I don't know. Dude, I really they, don't that's know a thirty for thirty right there. That's a third. That's like <laughs> but a. But in terms of his skill, man, he's he's so underrated. And yes, like, yes. But I know, I know, he's really bad on the mic. Hopefully, creative do something with him. Yeah, because yeah. He's really good. Apollo Cruz, shout out to you. Hopefully, uh, you make a really dope shirt for one of us to buy. Um, that's <laughs> our sway sure. session. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Get your podcast. Yeah, approaching a thousand followers thanks to our man Daryl. Shout, shout out to, to Daryl, the social media director right there. Uh, we also want to send a, a shout out to uh, everybody that was uh, liking our photos on the Instagram. Get your podcast Instagram as well. Um, any last thoughts, guys? Luigi? Double or nothing this Saturday. Double or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see it. So curious, so curious. So curious, <laughs> or more like, so anxious. It better not be WCW. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace out. Peace.